Sponsors by Mishpachat Avraham for Refuashlem Abdullah Pinchas Ben Mindel Sara. This whole week is sponsored in memory of Shira Gantavnik's grandfather, Abraham Irwin, Rabbi Michael and Phyllis Miller, in memory of Dr. Mark Wiener, Mordechai Nachman Ben Chaim Meir Bishashana, that's Zichon Levrocha, Phyllis's brother on his fourth yard site, which is today's test, What's today? Ted Zayn, yesterday. And in memory of Dr. Meyer, Mike Wiener, Chaim Meir Ben Yaakov Nachum Ben Libazal, Phyllis's father in his third year at Zeich of Bestavitz. Also, Avram and Miriam Deutsch, in memory of Avram's mother. Sarah writes about Sion, Bas Avram, Yaakov, and Chayalea. I always get emotional thinking about Avram Deutsch's mother. I said it yesterday to the, in the women's year. Uh, you remember, Avram Deutsch's mother was named by, by the Piasetzner. She's from Piasetzner. And... Uh, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. It's just, it's just a wild thing, you know? His, his mother was named by the Ish Kodesh, Avram Deutsch. So the Mayard site is, uh, is tomorrow. And in memory of Leah Bashmul Eliezer Veliba, that's Miriam's aunt on her Yard site to Zayn Tevez. Two, two just Yishakoachs. Eli Yishakoach on your words on Shabbos. A lot of Hevra got a lot from it. So Mehmet, big Yishakoach. And also, um, Yossi, thank you for getting me that safer because uh, Rav Laser was flying. We started learning yesterday a new topic, which is a, it's a crazy, between Mincha and Marev, it's a crazy topic about Bizionos, about going through Bizionos and what that does to you and all the worlds that open for you when you, have the, when you develop the proper kalim as to how to go through humiliation. And, and the whole, it's a whole tire on it. Anyway, he got so, he, he was, you could I just, um, also, oh, you did. He said anything to, he got so, I mean, especially when it's coming he, out of left field, he's like, yeah. 
some of his chavrus started texting, like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know. So you never know. When you give someone a safe, you, we just don't know. We don't know these things, you know. We have no idea where it ends up and what it opens for people. So whenever you have an Indian, whenever you have a feeling you want to share Torah with someone, Nike. Yeah, just do it. Just or Nike, as they say in Israel, you know that mm-hmm. Nike El can. Or open up, please. Daf Samechtet. Quick reminder where we were last time. A beautiful piece that we learned that had to do with grabbing on to the to the to the wing, grabbing on to the kanaf. When when you hear of a deep deep avoda, the the examples we gave last week were Tikun um, Chatzot, and what was another one? Very good. Uh, any, any kind of avoda that you hear of, that you feel, I'm not ready yet, I'm not there yet, the Rebbe basically was telling us, if it came across your eyes, maybe it doesn't mean you're fully ready to you know, take the whole thing on. But you could grab onto the wing of it. There's got to be some negiyah, some shayachut you have to that avoda. And we gave a bunch of different examples. That's how the Rebbe... Um, uh, that's what he was telling us last week, and it was really based on his great on his great great grandfather, the Marva Shemesh, his teachings as well. We're going to continue now uh, a very powerful paragraph, Daf Samechtet, the paragraph that starts Ubeinyan Hanal. It's Parak Inyan Hanal. I have to leave a few minutes early today, but we'll try to get in as much as we can. Inyan Hanal Listen, listen to what the Rebbe is telling us. And it's good to visualize his face right now as he's talking to us. Like I always feel, with these, we had this in the, in the old office over there. There was a picture of the PSS in there, right there. It, I think it's very good to, some might say this is like wacky voodoo stuff, but I think it's very good, Tafka, with, with this tzaddik, to actually have an imagery of him while he's saying these words. Something about it, like, I know, I know, like this, there's something about it, having his presence there while, while these words are, are coming across. So listen to this. This is just a, an, an unbelievable thing. Ubeinyan hanal me'amar v'shemesh kol ish yodea shelo kedei le'echol lishtot v'la'asot Sorry, one second. Make sure this is working. Yeah. Kol ish yodea shelo kedei le'echol lishtot v'la'asot sha'ar dvarim gufaniim kakelev v'chachbar b'ra'ohu yidbarach. Each person knows that God didn't create me to eat and drink and do the rest of my physical needs like a dog or like a mouse. That's not why Hashem created me. Uh, Hashem created me for something much more than that. God created me to be connected to something so much more exalted and deeper and pure. The way that I know what I'm supposed to be doing here, the purpose of my creation, is doing whatever I can to get close and sanctify myself, to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's it. Seems simple, I know. But he says, what happens to you after you realize your purpose in this world, I'm not talking about your profession. I'm not talking about all the details that comes out of that kind of his boniness. Because on, on, on a certain level, each of us are here to do something completely different. And on a certain level, each of us are here to do exactly the same thing. What's the same thing? The tachlis abriya, to be close to Hashem, to live my life 
while I feel close and getting closer to the purpose of life, to being close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's, that's what we're speaking about. There are moments in life where I wake up from this coma and I realize, I realize that's, maybe I knew that to be a truth, but it didn't penetrate into my heart yet. I can give you the right answer, but it hasn't yet functioned in the way that I'm living my life. Some people that are from for 40 years you know, realize this at a certain age, and they're like, oh my God. You know, I, can't, I, I know that I thought that I was... I knew the right answers. Bless you, I knew the right answers. I knew the right answers, but... Mazel tov. And then you take a little bit of... You usually have the following thing happens to you when you come home from a funeral. When you realize you're not eternal, not only are you not eternal, life is actually pretty short. Life is pretty short. When these short days, which means the days I have in this physical, in this world, and then I reach I reach the days of eternity, that's the next world, as be'oto olam, u'be'oto motzav, Ouch. What did he say? Well, not necessarily ouch. Could be a gewalt. But it seems what he's saying over here is the way you chose to live your life down here is what it's going to feel like and be up there. We think, wait, whatever, I'll get through this world and then I'll reach the next world. He's like, Mapitom. The Belvavi Mishkan Evne harps on this quite often. He says, Everyone has this Indian of like Gan Eden, Olam Abba, whatever that means. He says it's all based on what you made out of Olam Abba. Your, your Gan Eden, your Olam Abba, your Chaya, your Yemei Netzach are only based on what it was like down here. So what's the difference in that, let's say right now, so what's the difference between this world and the next world? If, we, if he just said right now, basically your, your Yemei Netzach, your days of eternity are, are based on basically more or less what you did here in this world, then what's the difference between this world and the next world? Well, this world is your opportunity. There's a permanence in the next so world. So there's Pchira in this world. Well, it's your opportunity. To, it's, your, it's your setting yourself up. That's like... It's the setup for the next world. Yeah, Itamar? Uh, if you can align with that, we have the opportunity here, but once we get to the next world, that's permanent. Whatever, once you're there, that's, that's it. That's it. So, so in Gilui, in the next world of the Sarmets, and maybe it's and the revelation of the reward of the mitzvah, not here, not here, not down here. Yeah. Huh? I have a friend that doesn't say that, you know? He says, uh, Erdfarb, he doesn't believe in that. He's like, I don't know what that means, but, you know. <laughs> I know, and he says, I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, I just, Huh? People learn for the No, no, I know, but he says, but if it's true that, like, this is what it was down here to what it is up there, then... Where, does it, where, does, where do we see that this actually happens? Well, I'm not so siding with I'm just no, bringing it down. He said it many times. It's, it's not like did a... Did we not learn it just uh, recently? That a person gets to whatever level they get to in Alaba. Yeah. However, whatever he did here in this world, whatever, whoever he influenced, whoever he killed, whatever it is. Right. So when they get together on, the, on your side, for example, and they learn together, that elevates... Yeah, yeah, I'm not, but I brought him as a, you don't have to convince me, I'm, I'm a... No, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm learning, uh, and I just 
so beyond anything I can think of. He actually literally he talks about this exact issue. Yeah. He says in Shama Shadaliyah, there's a world called Olam Neshamot, right. and that's where the, the, the Shama has the ability to continue to have these aliyot, so that when, during the time of Tchiyas HaMesim, and the, when the body and the soul get reunited, it's a whole different ballgame. And the fact that the soul's been cooking in this Olam HaNeshamot before it enters Olam Haba, before it ends up coming back now for Tchiyas HaMesim, that's the soul getting, and you want that soul getting in Oliyah. So yeah, it does, there is a place for yeah. it. There's actually people that address this real, and like, and, and yeah. it has like a real impact. Passion because 100%. Back inside. Um, Again, the end of the fourth line. Meaning, if what you were, if the way you were acting here was like a dog or a mice, huh? Meaning, the way that they, how does he say it over there, David? Dog or mouth, as well. But he doesn't give a little, uh, a, a little add-on over there? You eat, drink, engage in physical activities. Like it, yeah, yeah, he's just talking about the lowest level of, of you yeah. know, of, of worldly, worldly desires. Or when you spent your time down here, you were running, you were running, to Hashem. You were running to Hashem. You were running to Hashem. Every time something happened to you, you ran to Hashem. You ran to open your heart. You, you Dafka did that. He says, then that's what it's going to be like. Is it too early to say that even if you fell one million times, God forbid, but your Rasa was always there to run to Hashem, that potentially is, that's what's going to hold? Bezrat Hashem. To... Yeah, we don't know for sure, but Bezrat Hashem. Ben Nishma Sakadoshim Utehorim Malachim Usrafim. And even when the lowest person thinks about this for a second, what we just said, his whole body will begin to shake, and his heart within its midst will start to crack open and realize, boy, do I want to get it together. Boy, do I want it together. I, I, I just want to get it together. I don't care what I thought about until yesterday. I'm willing to th- chuck out all the illusions that, I, that I've been living under, all these things I told myself, but if this is the MS, and this is what happens, I, the, the Rebbe says, any, even the lowest dog, even the, not Lahavdi, but even the lowest dog or mice, I don't know exactly what that means, but in the context of this year, they have a moment of saying, like, Nim Asli, Nim Asli, I'm just done. I'm done with all the excuses I've been giving myself mm-hmm. for why it's okay to be so shvach. I'm done with all the diapers, so Reb Shlomo would call it. Like, I'm done with the diapers. I'm done with daddy issues. Not that I'm actually done with it. I'm done with putting it on daddy issues. You hear the difference? I, mean, I still got to work through them, but I'm done with blaming all my mommy and daddy issues on the fact that I'm still like a kelev and like an achbar. I'm done with it. Aval talui. Now, but, so, so a person can have this realization, but what does he do with it? And now he comes back to the point of the Sefer. Aval talui. Im machshavto shel adam v'dimiyono chazakimem, olo. Now we see why it's so crucial for a man's avodat ha-machshava 
to be so refined. Because when you have these moments of like, I can't, I just want to get it together, but you don't have the tools that he's been speaking about all these months about developing the way that you think and the way that you use your visualization and imagination, you don't have much to do with it. You don't have a lot that you could start working on. But if you're a person who's avodata machshava, his world of thought, his world of visualization and imagination has been worked on and shichlul has been, has been developed, then the moment that you have this esratzon of like, I'm sick of being a dog, yesh lecha achshavi avod. You got what to work with. But if you've <laughs> never worked with any of that, then the moment you have yisorerus, you know what happens? It comes and it goes. It comes and it goes. So again, if you don't have the sense of developing that state of imagination, of visualization, chaval, because the moments where your heart does crack open and you want to start getting it together, it's like, it's like in one year, out the, out the other. That's why he's saying it's so crucial to constantly be working on this art of developing the refined thoughts. If it's strong, the way you know how to think, the way you know how to process if it's a strong manner, as machshavto v'dimyono ha'chazakim, ha'choshvim u'metzayrim zos b'chazka u'b'israchvus ha'machshava, po'alim al kol gufo, sh'yishtokek b'sha'azo, al kol panim, l'israchek minagashmius, u'lizkarev elav izborach lachzas b'noam Hashem, v'nafsho timtza, titzma, lit'om arevus, yedidus, ni'imus, elukosa. Let's go again. If a person's thoughts and his imaginations and his visualizations are strong, and the moment you have a very powerful thought of a desire to want to come close to Hashem, and it becomes bigger and bigger, that picture, that, that picture becomes bigger, and I want to say clearer, and more tangible for you to tap into, then the moment you have that, it affects your whole body to cause it to want to leash to kick to long more, to come close to Hashem, and at that moment, to be misrachek minagashmius, to distance myself from things that keep me away from what I really want. And to come close to Hashem, lachzos benoam Hashem, to gaze in the sweetness of being close to Hashem, and you become a person, benafsho titzma litom arevus, your soul will thirst to taste sweetness, yedidus, friendship, and neimus elukosa, and how sweet it, what, is, uh, what does he say? Sweetness, Come on. Intimacy is the light of the divine. I was, I was trying to uh, reference James Taylor before uh, I was asking for that. How sweet it is. Is that James Taylor? It's Jerry? I hear James Taylor. Yeah, I'm going to credit James for today because he makes me feel good about it. How sweet it is to feel close to you. How many of us have felt close to Hashem and it burns? It burns, actually. Yes, not in a good way. We've had moments of closeness where it's not tam arevus. It's not a sweetness. Pain. Like mourning? Not dafka, no, no, no. Not dafka. Anyone going to give an example of feeling close to Hashem and it, it hurts? Yeah. Example. When you're... When you're given the opportunity to have a, a strong to feel it, like the davening takes you into it, the, the song takes you into it, uh-huh. and then you're stuck with the moment of 
I don't belong here. I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm a sinner. And like, you have to like break out of that, I think. Very, very, very hard. Yeah, and he was talking, you know, any time by him is this covers to Hashem, like just being in the Dalai But he was talking about how a person has to have all the culture, a whole plan of how to learn every single part of Torah in the next few years. Like that needs to be the kind of of yearning and mm-hmm. and like it was so beyond my Kalim. I was so overwhelmed by how much Abba Satora this Sadiq has and how much effort he's planning on putting in and how much Ritzonus that it was just first okay wow. just being in that, that Chabur I couldn't take it wow wow yeah. I think that, that happens quite often when we do Rebbe we go Rebbe hopping yeah. anyone been to Rebbe by years right and when I got to see <coughs> how big he is but I think that Rev. Tzvi Meyer's Avodah Samachshava is so refinely developed that by him, when he says that, he's like, because he sees it. Yeah, when he says that, he sees with this plan. He's like, it's happening right now. It's almost Sudar. Yeah, it's almost Sudar. It's all set up. So that the Rebbe is saying over here, when you don't have that t- type of ability to start setting up the Ratzon, then what happens is that it crashes. And the, other, and, and the last thing you feel is Tam Arevut, of sweetness. But on the other hand, when I've worked on developing the power, the, 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 my thoughts and the way that I use my, my dimionos, then the moment that I have a rutzon to get out of a bad place, even if I don't know exactly how to do it all, I could start to set it up in my mind and be like, it's not so intimidating. Mm-hmm. It actually, it can work. It can work. That's what the Rebbe is so big on here. He's saying, so quite often what happens when you have an isorus, you don't feel sweetness. You feel bitter. You feel dark. You feel rejected. You feel, I'm not shyach here. Exactly what you're saying. And that's why this avodah, the Rebbe speaks about in this sefer, is crucial. And like he told us last week, without this, you can't really become an Eved Hashem, and you can't really call yourself a chassid. Because this is how a chassid operates. Back inside. V'afilu im ein kazo. And even if someone's passion is not to such a great extent, uh, you know, such a great midah, like it's brought down in the Mar of Hashemesh, like we saw last week, it doesn't matter if, I, if I'm not on the level like the Rebbe spoke about. I know I'm a longer. Is that a right word? A longer? <laughs> is that even a word? No? In this context. Yeah. He's a longer. <laughs> a yearner, a longer, right? I'm not a shorter, I'm a longer, right? And my longing does something to me. It does something to me. And then when Mincha comes, I, I run to Mincha and then it burns in me even more, the desires even more, wherever I'm holding. And you know what else happens? Your body begins to become refined as well. And some, something so physical like the body starts to feel that the Neshama is governing and the Neshama is calling the shots and it's in control. And the body's like, hey, I've been waiting for you to take charge for a while. Thank you. Thank you. 
I've been waiting for you to say, I'm the captain of this ship. It's all in accordance to the cheskav, how much his thought can lead him to this place of passion. But if the way that I think is refui, you know what that means, right? Weak. If I have a weak sense of how I do, of what my, my imagery is like, we're not even talking about tumma. Not even, he's not even talking about tumah. He's just saying, chalash, weak. I have a good thought, and it, I, I'm, not, I'm not so strong. I don't really make much of the world of thoughts. It's all me about me, actions, actions, actions. So he says, Maybe if you shake a little bit in the beginning, you have a little bit of a zetz. By the end of Shemona you're not where you are. And your machshavas didn't do anything for you. How often do we have very strong moments of, I feel like I have, to, I, have to, I have to get it together. And how often do we actually get it together? The Rebbe is saying, basically, it's dependent on the way you generally use your power of thought. Today, it's all this whole world of mindfulness. This is like an This type of paragraph, I would love to learn with John Kabat-Zinn, with, all, with, you know, with the gurus of that world, to show them, like, I know you, you, you all feel like you're the greatest chidushim in the world, but there was a guy in the 20s living in Poland, and he, he, had, this, you know, he had this down before any of you had it. He planted the seeds for... You know, this is what he's saying. He's saying, chaval. This is what the, I feel like the Rebbe is saying this, chaval, boys. Chaval, you, you know, you're such a, you guys are such tzaddikim. You're going to have these moments of wanting to wake up and cry out to Hashem, but... But chaval, because they're, they're going to last for 20 minutes. They'll last for one Shabbos. The way to make them last is with the hischaskus olam hamachshava. So now let's give some, let's share some eitzas over here. What has worked for anyone in this room when it comes to strengthening your mind, the muscles of your brain? What's worked for you to get it stronger? Meaning to do more work with olam hamachshava and, and be okay with being in your thoughts and strengthening them. What's worked for anybody here? Learning. Learning more? A share of anything to keep some sparks the mind. going. The mind. Without the mind. That for me, okay. Lost. Maod? Podcast. What do you mean? Constantly listening to podcasts. Oh, I thought you meant doing, doing your podcast. Also. Yeah, uh-huh. that's also. Yeah. Preparing for them, yeah. Podcast after podcast. Okay. What else? Repetition of a powerful mantra. Yeah. yeah I, for me, I'll share with you. Wait, Shmuel, you want to say something? Uh, maybe like during the davening and like saying the heart of Brachot, like the Yula, it's like trying to imagine what it would look like. Mm-hmm. like wow. That's why he's always smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. One of the things that I've, I've kept on coming back to for probably like maybe 15 years already is the same mantra. It's that song, Only You. That, that song for me, I, I, can't tell, I, I can't tell you how many times I've, my head has been under the talus and I, could, I couldn't daven. But I said that, I repeated that over and over and over and over again. You know that nigun, right? It's just, that, that for me has been the, 
it's strengthening. It doesn't just make me feel. I'm not talking about emotions right now. I'm talking about strengthening the mind. My mind becomes a cleat to contain a, big, a bigger and better world, a world that I can visualize, geula, my own geula. And then you could do that with every bracha in Shemona I can visualize a person becoming he- healed. Let's go, let's go a bit before. And then hopefully I could also say, and I visualize Hashem saying, I forgive you, son. I really do. Go weiter. Who wouldn't want to feel that? This is dependent on what we do with our Lama We have to be sensitive to it. What interferes with the way we think? And what, what, what helps us? And to pay attention, pin drop, say, I've been here before. This worked for me. This was very good for me. And go weiter. Rav Makamir Shechter has a whole sefer. On, on, it's called Hamevarech Misbarech, about giving brachas. That sometimes by, give, by being busy giving brachas all the time, that does something to your mind as well. He also has in his Sefer on Tehillim, the whole Hakdama, we learned a little bit of it on Shavuos night this year. He explains over there in, in, in Tehillim that really David HaMelech was thinking about us, and if we're conscious of the Psukim of Tehillim, what that does to the refinement of the mind strengthens the mind very much, makes you Moachazak, strong mind, in order. So that when you do break in a good way, you, there's something you can do with it. There's something, you, you have a little bit of a death. There's something you could do with it. Anyone else? Anything works for them? Um, one thing that I think can work is, is by thinking that you, um, the reason why you want to connect to Hashem and need to connect to Hashem is because you want to act with Hashem and actually make a difference. Meaning it can't only be just for the feeling of like, wow, now I feel good because now I'm feeding my soul. It's like, what yeah. are you going to do yeah. once you feel good? Yeah. And once you feel connected. And then if you're like, yeah. So what would you do? You, you tie an action to the... Um, just know that like you have to improve. Why? Because you are, you're only an Ebed Hashem if you're... I don't believe that like just connecting to Hashem is being the Abed Hashem. Being the Abed Hashem is working for right. Hashem and like you know and trying to make a difference in this world. <coughs> That's what we say about davening. It's called avoda shebalev and not hargasha salev. Like davening, like when someone comes to shul and they're not here to do work, then it's not davening. They're connected to it. it's a it's a cultural phenomenon. It's just an, it's just like this. Setting, it's a scene, but davening is called avodah shebalev, eved Hashem. It's work. By chance, I was, it's, it's interesting that you brought up like meditation because I was, I was watching something last night on it, and it was very interesting. They said meditation will only get you so far, it only works to its fullest capacity if once you're done with meditation, you go out and help others. Very good, very good. I wonder yeah. what the world of meditation says about that today. This, this was one of the... One of the prime... Yeah? This was some, yeah? you know, some... Uh, Very good. Uh, Chazak. Share that happens. What's that? Share the Netflix. It's not related about that. It was actually, it's all about the mind. Whatever. <laughs> 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 no, it's not funny. It's about ducks. Powerful tools for us. These are powerful tools for us to take into our lives. Powerful stuff. Richard Alpert. Powerful stuff. All Yidin. Besides Leary, but... Yeah, these are all Yidin. 
Okay, um, I have to stop here today. We'll continue here on Wednesday. Shkayach, everybody.